friends. Welcome to the Radical Radiance podcast. I am your host, Rebecca George, and I'm so thrilled to be with you today. We have a great conversation in store with my good friend, Jennifer Taylor Wagner, author of the new book, Your Good Body. I have adored Jennifer for many years. We met totally by chance at breakfast at a conference many years ago before our books, either of them, were a reality. And it's such a joy to get to celebrate her as she releases Your Good Body into the world. I love her story and I think you're going to love it too. Before we jump in, I want to let you know that we had a little bit of technological trouble throughout the interview. So there's a couple places that are a little choppy. I wanted to tell you that before you start listening, just so you expect it. Please don't stop listening. It's a great episode and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So before we get there, one quick thing I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Shine Bright Journal. If you have not grabbed the Shine Bright Journal, it is a free 100 page downloadable journal that you can go grab at RadicalRadiance.live that talks about a lot of the things that we talk about on the show. What does it look like to radiate the heart of Jesus in our life, our work, our relationships? It talks all about that. So go grab it today at RadicalRadiance.live and join me now for a great conversation with my good friend, Jennifer Taylor Wagner. Jennifer, I'm so thrilled to have you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. I know. I feel like this conversation has been such a long time coming. I was telling my husband this morning, it's so cool to me to look back at like the moment our lives intersected for the first time. So we were at a conference over three years ago. We were at She Speaks and I was sitting at breakfast. We were sitting at breakfast with like a bunch of other people. Do you remember this? And we both like... Yeah, we both had our book proposals out and we were like pitch practicing to each other. <laughs> so we were about to go pitch. Um, I think I was actually about to go pitch the agent that I now work with. And I am I crazy in saying you were about that's, to go meet with yeah, the that's publisher that you're correct. not with? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's true. I know. So I just love seeing how God has just done such a work in your life and um, in your story. And Early on in the show, we had you on to talk a little bit about your story. So for our people who have come along since then, which is probably most of the people listening, I would love to kind of start there for our people who are just now meeting you and learning about your book. I would love for you to share a little bit about your journey towards body positivity, weight loss, like all the things that played into this Yeah, that is a crazy story. I I always feel like this, this is the part where I have to just sort of like spill my gut, spill my heart and soul. Like, and they're like, buckle up, everybody. We're going straight in here. But yeah, basically my story, my backstory is one of a girl never have never being at peace with her. And so, so kindergarten, when the little boy told me that I had chipmunk cheeks, I assumed he was calling me chubby. And I carried that label for a really long time. And then as I got a little older, first grade, mm. third grade, fifth grade, ninth grade, years I lived in a body that was larger than the majority of the people around me. And all of those people around me relentlessly reminded me that my body was taking up too much space in the room. And I was just not at peace with my body. And I graduated high school at 336 pounds. And I had had a really rough upbringing. And all of that mm-hmm. relentless bullying over the years, I was broken from the inside out. And I was with my body. 
And then I did the thing that a lot of people, a lot of people who struggle with their weight want to do. I lost the weight. I reached a breaking point. I went on a health journey and I lost over 150 pounds. And shockingly, mm. I was still not at peace with my body. And so I look back at all of the years and I realize that this relationship that I have with my body and how I see my body is not just about these physical changes, losing weight, toning up, you know, meeting the the weight on the chart of the doctor's office. It goes so much deeper than that. I realized that mm. after losing the weight, after losing the weight, I was still, in fact, I was more critical of my body than I had ever been. And so I realized I had gone through this massive journey. I, I lost the weight. I went on, I changed habits. I did all the things, but I missed this gigantic piece of the puzzle, which is what goes on on the inside, in my mind and in my heart and how I see myself when I look in the mirror, how I feel if people are looking at me, how much mm. space in my mind and heart is being taken up by thoughts about my body, whether positive or negative, and in my case, mostly negative. And so I had to really go on this, this, this shift in my perspective and this mindset shift yeah. journey to realize I could lose all the weight. I could get to the size, whatever, and even all the things to change and fix my body. It's never going to be good enough until I start to make peace with this body that I have, this body that I walk through life living in, until I can mm. make peace with this body that's ever changing, ever evolving, it's growing older, like it's all the things. And until I can make peace with my body as it as a, no matter what it is today, that's when I'll see it as good. And if I don't ever do that, then I'll never see it in a positive light because I realized just making the changes, yeah. surprisingly to me, did not yeah. automate automatically make me love this body that I live in. In fact, I wasn't even ready for life at the time. I was just more like, wow, yeah. I, I kind of had this light bulb moment eventually mm. after losing all this weight. And I had, you know, been maintaining for several years. I realized, wow, there is so much of my mind and heart that is consumed with negative thoughts about my body. Like, I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize that I was so consumed with thoughts about me. Negative thoughts, but thoughts about yeah. me. And so I realized, wow, I've, I've got some some things to look into here. <laughs> I've got some some things to tend to in my mind mm. and heart as concerning. Yeah. Hey friends, quick break in this conversation to remind you of something. If you are loving the show, you're loving the conversations we're having, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave a rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts for Radical Radiance. When that happens, when more of those happen, the show gets put in front of more women and in turn, it allows them the opportunity to take part in conversations that will show them more about what it looks like to radiate the heart of Jesus. And I can can't think of anything better than that. So it would mean the world to me if you would take just two minutes of your time and leave a rating and a written review. I'd love to hear what you think. Now, let's get back to the conversation. I'm so thankful for your story and how... Oh, yes, um, absolutely. Just how God's <laughs> using it to kind of intersect into this this part of, yeah. I would argue, like yeah. every woman's life. <laughs> I think we probably I've seen statistics, right, where there's like 98% of us struggle with body image. 
And <laughs> I would imagine, because this is about, yes. this is what I'm about to do for <laughs> Yes, tea, absolutely. Is, do you have these interviews and people just like the floodgates open and like you get to become like coach for a minute? Because I feel like that's what's mm. about to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... God and I have been on such a journey with this, even in my own life in the last few years. Wow. And I had a moment that la even last week that I was, I put it in my back pocket because I was like, oh, I, I have to talk to Jennifer about this because it was a real moment of freedom for me. So wow. I got married about two and a half years ago. And so I was about 27 when we married. Um, right. I'd been a bridesmaid in nine weddings. I had planned just as many or more bachelorette parties, all the things. Like, I just was so in that season of, like, when in the world is it going to be my turn? And if I'm not getting married right now, um, like, what am I putting, like, my worth in and my identity in? Because it's not a relationship. And for me, for the longest season of my life, it was running. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it was something that I felt that I could do. And if... If I had a goal in mind, like if I was training for a marathon or something like that, it was about the marathon, yeah. not my body, I thought, until I would run the marathon and I had a mm. time in mind and I would I would do it. I would go and I would I'd race and I would do it. But then within maybe 48 hours or so, like it wasn't enough anymore. And then mm -hmm, I would mm -hmm. have something else in mind that I would be working towards all in the name of like, right, I just want right. to be active and I just love it. But at the end of the day, like I wanted to keep my body in a certain <laughs> it's the worst. No matter what, space, it's the worst. <laughs> size that I felt was okay. Right. And in that particular mm -hmm. season, I remember going jeans shopping, which is the worst. Same. Love it. <laughs> and yes. And I found this pair of jeans at Loft, actually, which I really actually appreciate the way that they do their sizing mm. because I feel like normal people can fit in their right. clothes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I found this pair of jeans that um, I could fit in. I could fit in. Mm. And I was like melted and poured in them. But they were a size two. Yeah. I've, I yeah. wasn't born a size two, Jennifer. <laughs> like, <laughs> but because they fit... I bought like three pairs of them and it was like <laughs> right. all I wanted to wear simply because of the tag inside of the jeans. And so, so I'm going to fast forward. I get married to my husband about two and a half years ago and I'm skipping like large swaths of time. But um, then I basically like in the mm. best way flipped my life upside down. I moved nine hours from everything I've ever known. I became a pastor's wife. I left a church family that I knew yeah, and loved, yeah. left my job, everything to come down here when we got married. So it was an incredible amount of stress, which I don't think we give our bodies yep. grace for like how our bodies actually process that stress, right? And so we had mm -hmm, been married mm -hmm. about a year and I just started realizing like, yeah my body's changing and I'm also like yeah. approaching my thirties. And so sort of this first kind of season of transition for my body that I'd ever mm -hmm. experienced. And, mm. and those mm -hmm. jeans didn't fit anymore that I bought at loft when I was single and I was running marathons and I had the hardest time with it. And mm -hmm. I kind of had this moment of like, all right, well, I know what works, so I'm going to do it and I'm going to obsess over it mm. and I'm going to get yeah. my body back to that point that it was at before we got yeah. married. And so I tried 
And I did the whole restrictive eat 1200 calories a day, like a toddler workout till I about pass out. And I lost like nothing because of like the amount of stress that was on my body and like what was going on in my life. And mm-hmm. that was sort of my breaking point where like God and I began to like deal with like what was going on in, in really my heart of why I I wanted to maybe fit back in those jeans or fit my body to feel like it used to feel. And so we've been on this journey for like a good year and a half and uh-huh. I've felt so much freedom from it. Your story, Jess Conley has helped me a lot. Like there's several people who have like stepped into this space that have really um, helped me in that. Wow. But last week I was cleaning out my closet, which was long overdue. And I went through all of my pants, like all, well, I went through everything. But when I went through jeans that I had, like it was the first time that I was like, yeah. you know what? I don't really ever want to fit in those jeans ever again. Wow. Like uh-huh. when I think about the lifestyle I was living and what I was doing to my body in order to fit in the size two jeans that I just was prideful and like loved that yeah, they fit. Yeah. I don't I'm not, I'm not that Rebecca anymore. <laughs> and I don't huge. ever envision myself being her again or that being my body anymore. The very, very smallest that I was at for like one, two days or so, I was very, I was very, very restrictive. And as I began to lift the restriction, because I, I kind of felt, I got to this point where I was like, I, I don't, I live the rest of my life like I'm on a diet. Like even when I'm not dieting, I'm kind of dieting because I'm still super, super, super careful about what I eat. And I'm still, I feel yeah. like I have to exercise to make up for what I ate yesterday or what I'm going to eat later. Or mm-hmm. I'm still slipping into this dieting mentality. And I was like, I don't want to like live the rest of my life that way. And But I had been in that for so long. And I realized that, so, mm-hmm. so once I once I lifted some, started to lift the restrictions from eating and not be so rigid on myself, my, yeah. my some. And so I never a way for me to maintain that smallest me that I was. But for a few years, even I just kept trying to get back to that smallest, smallest yeah. version of myself that I had only experienced for a day or two. But I was like trying to move heaven and earth to get to that small, 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 small me. And it was not happening. It was like my mm-hmm. body was like, no, Jennifer, like this is where we're staying. <laughs> you can do all the all, do all the restriction. You can do all the things that you did before that got you to that small size. And it's still not going to work because this is where we're staying. I really, really take a look yeah. at me at that point and just be like, yeah. okay, if this is the body and this is the size that I wear, then then this is going to have to be okay with me. And that doesn't mean that I want to completely get yeah. rid of rid of like um, health consciousness or nourishing my body and moving my body and all of those things. It doesn't mean that I have to throw all that out the window, yeah. but it sure does mean a perspective and a motivation shift because now I'm not doing those things to try to make my body as small as I can. I'm just doing them just to take care of the body that I live in so that I feel that I, but we can, we, I feel like a lot of times we can say that, well, I just want to be active. I just want to be healthy. I just, you know, I'm yeah. not doing this to make my body, I'm doing this to be, but, but really if we dig super, super deep, getting to that place where we're truly not just trying to get smaller and smaller and smaller or more, more toned or whatever it is mm-hmm. for each person individually there is just such a mm-hmm. freedom that comes when our motivation behind what we're doing to be 
I'm going to put it in air quotes, healthy is not about or making our body what the standard around us says that it should be. And it's rooted so much deeper and in such a more sustainable and holistic way. So I get it. Yeah. Like I, I was like, okay, well, this is the body that I have. This is the body that I have. I don't want to keep on going in circles on a hamster wheel, trying to fix and improve and fix and improve and fix and improve. I just want to live a healthy, free life re- without all of the restrictions and rules and all that stuff that I had. Uh, I've just, and you know, when I give a yeah. synopsis of my backstory, or if you look at a picture of 336 pound Jennifer and today Jennifer, whatever yeah. that weight might be, because I don't weigh myself nearly as often anymore, um, you know, you might be tempted to think, oh, this was, you know, this was just, yeah. she just got it in her willpower and then she did it. And that's simply not the case. What we're not seeing here is all of these diets that I tried and failed at, or all of these times that I just reduced every bite of food down to a scientific equation to hopefully produce weight loss, you know, or every hour that I spent extra in the gym just trying, trying, trying to to the composition of yeah. my body rather than just moving in a way that makes me feel free and makes me feel good. And, you know, I still good, intense, super sweaty, hard workout. I still love that. But I don't do it for that same reason that I yeah. used to. I was the same. You know, you talked about you with... I'm not a slave to it. And I thought, and that's the same thing I thought when I was, when I was shifting this mentality, I I kept thinking, I don't want to be in bondage to anything. I don't want to be in bondage to the dieting mentality. I don't want to be in bondage to feeling like I I'm out of control when I eat. Like, I don't want to be in bondage to anything. I don't want to be in bondage to, um, this negative self image and be in bondage to anything. I want to be completely free. And it's so funny because when I started writing, my my book that's coming out. Yeah. Even when I started writing that, I like felt so free at that time. Years ago. And now years later, as I've yeah. as I've been taking steps, just baby steps, forward, forward, I'm like, wow, I wasn't even free back then. <laughs> I'm really free now. And even now, even <laughs> even now, there's so much more freedom to come. I'm still journeying through all of this myself. You know, for me, everything was rooted so deep because um you know, just because of everything I walked through, because this whole body thing and weight thing has kind of always been a thing for me. It's never not been a thing. It's been like a thorn in my side, if you will. It's been that thing that I've wrestled with, that I've pleaded with God over. It's been that thing. It's always been a thing for me. Yeah. And because we mix that with all of the, the the bullying, the relentless, you know, you're taking up too much space in the room. Yeah. You need to lose weight, you, you know, this and that. Because so much of that was sort of downloaded into my heart for such a long stretch of time, it takes time to overturn those negative self thoughts. And so I'm still, I am still walking through that. I still have, yeah, where I think, oh, you know, I'm so totally at peace with my body now. Woohoo. And then a a day will come where I I have a, a hard body image day. And it's like, I thought I was free from this, you know? And so, it, it's kind of one of those one of those kind of keep journeying yeah. forward, keep journeying forward. And um, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a journey for sure. It is. And I think that gives us so much grace because if we're all being honest, most of, so most of our listeners yeah. are female. And so look, we're all struggling with this, but there's so much grace for like, we might've figured a few things out, but we're still going to encounter moments where maybe we go to the beach and we haven't been to the beach since we experienced freedom. And maybe going to the beach was a moment where we really, you know, strived in the past. And so we've got to navigate that for the first time. Maybe 
you know, maybe you're listening to this way after it comes out and it's um, like oh, yeah. short season and you're having to navigate that for the first time since you've been on a journey towards freedom, right? Like we all will have opportunities to step back and be like, wait, like I don't, I don't have to live in this place. My heart doesn't have mm. to stay here. Um, but we're probably yeah. always going to be on that journey because our bodies are always going to be changing as well. Like that's something that I know you and I <laughs> both talked about that we're experiencing. And so yeah. I just, I so appreciate that. Like you admit you figured a lot out, but like we all still have things to figure out. And so, uh, and things to walk through. So I think that really matters. One of the things that came to mind for me as I thought about you and I thought about your story um, is how our journey in this affects the people around us. And I'm not a mom yet. So this is this is a little bit selfish on my part. I don't know if I'll have yeah. a daughter one day. I sure hope so. It would be really fun. Um, but you have a daughter. I'm still walking this thing out. Like I don't, I don't necessarily have it figured out. Um, but what I, what my goal is with my daughter is, you know, I feel like more is caught than taught. So I feel like if I can begin to tend to my own yeah. heart in this area, if I can, if I can heal from some of these things on the inside of me and deal with the struggles that I have walked through, walked through or whatever. That's one of the best gifts that I think that I can give to my daughter in this area. So there are practical yeah. things that I do and the is and that we do to try to help my daughter through that. And my son, we have a son, but he's he's so much younger. He's he's only he just turned yeah. six, and so it's a little bit different. Um, but so there are those there are those things there are those practical things that we can talk about. But I just I'm like. I, th yeah. that's one of my motivations in all of this. It's like, I, like, I've got to be the healthiest me and my body image and how I live in this body and, and all of these things. I've got to be the best version mm -hmm. of, of myself in this area so that hopefully she'll pick up more of that than the, than the, that I'm weak in. And thankfully we serve a God whose strength is made perfect in our weaknesses because we all have these weaknesses and I have them, we all have them. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, in these areas where I'm still weak, yeah. in these areas where I mess up or I slip back or whatever, or I um, suck in my gut when I walk past a mirror and she saw me do that. And it's like, I can't let her, un she can't unsee that, you know, or, or thing and just not even thinking about it, just whatever. And I'm like, yeah. oh, she can't unhear that. I can't hear that. And so I'm like, Lord, in these areas where where I'm weak or where I mess up, thank the Lord. Your strength will rise up and and hopefully mm -hmm. just, you know, you know, those areas again, the grace of God. Thank God for it. <laughs> I'm so glad. But you know, as far as practical things that we do. We really try to un like eating and exercise and activity from body stuff. And so like we, Phil and I, my husband and I, we've come to this, this um, determination that we would rather our kids um, yeah. like master yeah. their image if it was if it was either or, and it was either self-image or their actual size of yeah. the body, I would rather them master the self-image part than, than reduce themselves to their weight all the time. And so that's the biggest thing is I want them to, I want to foster confidence in them and I want to foster these healthy habits, but not in a way that's like, well, let's eat fruits and vegetables so we don't gain yeah. weight. Like I would like never say that <laughs> to my kiddos. Um, and, <laughs> you know, so like, 
So, so untying these healthy habits, like still having the healthy habits, mm. example of these healthy habits and all of those things, but not in a way that's like tied to the actual like appearance or in composition of the body. And so that's kind of one of the things that we do to try to try, try to walk that out and just keeping our kids interested in what they're interested in and not, not so, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me to see, particularly my daughter. It's like you said, she, she lives in her own body. She's got her own her own self and her own yeah. gifts and abilities and her own personality, which is such as, and she's just living life. And it's so awesome if we're just, we're just thing. And I just watch her just live in her body. I've, I've t literally taken yeah. note of her just yeah. <laughs> going and doing the things and trying the monkey bars and falling off or, or getting on a swing. And just the wind is just blowing through her hair. And she's just having the time that she's happy and she's free. And I remember a few weeks ago, I, I looked at my husband when we were at the park with our kids and I was like, I, I wasn't like that. I wasn't like that at her age. And so I, I'm, I'm so thankful that in this moment of time, she's experiencing that because that's at least ahead of where I was at that age. Um, but it is for sure a thing. And yeah. I do want to like just mention if you're a mom and you're listening and you're like, again, like I've said some things, I've things in an example in a way that I don't really, I wish I wasn't. I've said this thing I wish I didn't say or I've... Uh, you know, done things that I just wish I hadn't done, you know, and now, you know, I've ruined my child. Like, I, I don't want, I want to, I just want to remind you again that God's strength is perfect in our weakness. And so give yourself a little bit of grace and, and just look at where you are right now and what you might can do walking forward with your child. But I don't want you to be, feel like condemned over mm. that or anything like that. Because again, like I study body image, body on body image, like it's a whole huge thing. And even, and I make mistakes myself. And so give yourself a little bit of grace to, yeah. to, to find your footing and just move forward. Yeah. It's like, he reminds me every time, like, it's all it all goes back to my heart. And so he tends to my heart in those toes and reminds me that there's more to Jennifer than this outward body. There's more to me than that. And what matters to her is so much deeper than that. And so I just feel like, you know, even back in through the years where I was just, I had a really hard time, a, a really hard upbringing. And I, yeah. I just remember always that time in worship with the Lord always was just right there. And so I could always mm -hmm. take it back. And at least if everyone else was gone, if everyone else felt like they were against me, if everyone else was reducing me to the size of my body, if everyone else couldn't see past this exterior, God could. He always yeah. could. And it's always in those times with him, just worshiping just worshiping. I have just been like, okay, this is my place with him. And it that is truly what I feel like causes everything else in my life to radiate. Yeah. Everything trickles from, from that time spent with him. Awesome. I'm so proud of you. I cannot believe it's almost here. And I just, I can't wait. I can't wait to like have the final physical copy in my hands. The copy I have is like my one that I've made notes on, like printed out word document. So I cannot wait to have it. And I just want to say again, I'm so proud of you and I'm thankful for you and for your help, for how you're allowing God to use your story. I hope you loved that conversation just as much as I did with my good friend, Jennifer. And I hope you will go grab a copy of Your Good Body today, wherever you like to grab your books. And guys, I can't wait to be back with you next episode. We're going to be sitting down with recording artist Lauren Elena. I just can't deal, guys. It's going to be so much fun. You're going to love it. So join me next time as we sit down with Lauren to talk all about her new book. I can't wait. <laughs>